Hi, and welcome to this podcast series called The Alphabet of the Heart. My name is James Kirby. I'm here again with Dr. James Doty, and welcome to podcast number seven. Great to be with you again, James. Still very American in the accent there, Dr. Doty, but we'll get the Aussie component there soon enough. Um, We're in podcast number seven, and today we are talking about humility. And if you are tuning in for the first time, it might be useful to go back and listen to our other podcasts. You can find them on the CARE website or download the podcast series from iTunes or SoundCloud. Type it into Google and I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, it's also on your website, Dr. Doty. Yes, uh, jamesrdotymd.com and also intothemagicshop.com. So last week we spoke about gratitude and, and Dr. Doty left us with somewhat of a, a small challenge to look at perhaps showing to someone uh, significant in our life, perhaps our spouse or a parent or a child, um, y- how much you appreciated them and uh, were thankful for their support and ha- everything they do in your life. So I wonder as we engage in podcast number seven, did you have the chance to do that? Um, and if you did, how was that experience? Or um, if you didn't, what perhaps got in the way? What was perhaps the blocker? And what could you do to overcome that obstacle, perhaps today, to show that gratitude? I know when um, I showed it towards Cassie, she was um, just embraced me immediately with a hug and a kiss, and that was lovely. So, what an, uh, and I felt like doing that today. When <laughs> you. <laughs> well, there's still time. <laughs> but no, so it, it is. It is. It is an amazing experience, the, the gratitude. And as uh, we talked about in that last podcast, it, it, it can extend both ways. And certainly the research shows the dual benefits from engaging in a gratitude practice. So Dr. Doty is the director of CARE. He is also, uh, which is the Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education at Stanford University. He's also a clinical professor of neurosurgery at Stanford. And he released a book called Into the Magic Shop. And in that book, he shares a mnemonic he created, which he called The Alphabet of the Heart. And this has been the, uh, the focus of this podcast series. And we've been going through each letter. And uh, as our listeners know, uh, we have three parts. We first focus on why that letter was included. Uh, then we go into the research and science behind that ap- attribute. And then finally, some practical tips on perhaps how you can cultivate that a little bit more in your life. So today we discuss the sixth letter, which is H. So H for humility. What brought that to the uh, alphabet? Well, uh, and in some ways it relates to gratitude. One of the things that sometimes limits people's ability to be grateful is that they have this perception that their accomplishments in life uh, were a result of themselves, their efforts alone, and minimize the reality that none of us would be where we are today without the support of other people. And when this becomes your default mode or the perception that you have created for yourself that you are very important, that your needs are more important than others, that people are there to serve you, it really creates a toxic environment uh, for those around you. And it also actually hurts yourself because you're blind to the connection you have truly with other people and also your own ability to be of service to others. 
in a meaningful way. And what happens with people who don't have humility is that they go through life and people don't like them. Uh, they don't like to be around them. They may be forced to be around them for periods, but oftentimes they try to get away. And, uh, and in some ways, these people create an environment of aloneness, which unfortunately results in uh, more growth of the ego sometimes because they think they're even more important. And, uh, and frankly, it leads to a meanness of spirit oftentimes. You know, I get asked sometimes, how do you know someone's a good doctor? And I say, I can usually tell very quickly. A good doctor is one who, when he walks down the hallway, he addresses the nurses by name. He's made an effort to know them. He acknowledges and appreciates the people who, as an example, clean the floors, the people who change the bedpans and the sheets, and all the people around him, he acknowledges, appreciates, makes an effort to know their names. And uh, I'll tell you a very quick story to show you the power of that. I um, was actually leading a neuroscience program and in, in the South and uh, had decided to come back to Stanford. And... Uh, there was a, a individual who had applied for the position, and I was interviewing him. So he walked into the hospital, and I said hello to the person at the information desk, whose name I know. And in fact, I had taken care of her husband. And she came around the information desk, and she gave me a hug and thanked me. Then I took him to the cafeteria, and uh, the lady behind the counter, she said, Oh, Dr. Doty, um, can I get you your latte? And she said, I have some of those muffins you like. Would you like one? And um, then I take him up to radiology, and there's a technician there who had had a baby. <clears throat> and I acknowledged her and said hello. And she said, geez, Dr. I so much want to thank you for the gift you gave me for the baby. Then I um, took him to the intensive care unit, a couple of nurses came up and hugged me and acknowledged <clears throat> me and thanked me for the work that I do. And uh, so we finished this tour of the hospital, and uh, he looked at me, and he said, what was that all about? <laughs> I was like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? He says, what's wrong with those people? <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? And he said, all this hugging and niceness and stuff. And I said, well, you know, I don't know how you live, but I said, I've found that when I <clears throat> acknowledge people, when I treat them with respect and feel as if they're my equal and uh, am kind to them, that uh, they do the same back to me. And in fact, overwhelmingly so. And it allows me to be more efficient in my job. And frankly, it makes me happier. I said, what's your leadership style? He says, well, <clears throat> you know, I'm in charge. I tell them what to do. If they don't do it, I fire them. And I said, well, uh, obviously it hasn't proven that effective since you're here looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he didn't get the job. <laughs>
beautiful picture you painted in my mind's eye. I could just see you walking through the corridors of the hospital, interacting with, with uh, you know, uh, your fellow colleagues, as it were. No, and that's that's right because, <clears throat> again, not to bemoan the point, but there is no uh, hierarchy here. We're all human beings trying to do the best we can, sometimes in very difficult situations, and. Um, I try to look people at an eye-to-eye level. I'm not above them. I'm not beneath them. We're in this world together trying to accomplish something. And if there's something that I can do to acknowledge their humanity or make their life easier, frankly, it makes my life easier and it makes me happy. And that is the fundamental um, summation of the neuroscience behind humility, gratitude, and being present. Absolutely. And I suppose what we're getting at in a a very big way um, with engaging um, in those experiences of recognizing how we've got a common humanity with others around us. And as a result, um, to look at each other and treat each other as we would like to treat ourselves and, and them is really quite um, necessary in the world that we live. And it's interesting when we reflect on, on humility, for example, um, and sort of see how, how importantly it's linked into compassion as well and how compassion's tied into dignity and how that's tied into gratitude. All of these things feed off of each other as long as we take the opportunity to slow down and make ourselves aware. And that's where Ruth's tricks, which Dr. Doty introduced us back in uh, podcast one and two, uh, can be very helpful to allow the conditions uh, for some of these attributes to really flourish. And so moving into the, the second part of perhaps some of the science related to humility, There's been a lot of research, and and Dr. Doty was mentioning there as well, how gratitude can be a great facilitator towards humility. So if we have a look at humility a little bit closely, you know, humility humility is the ability to keep accomplishments, talents, and gifts in proper perspective. So it's being aware of limitations as well and being oriented towards others. Often other words such as, you know, being humble come to mind. So... The key to humility is seeing life as a journey towards cultivating qualities that bring out the best in ourselves. And it's been linked to a a whole range of positive benefits. Uh, So research has found that it's linked to better academic performance, job performance is what Dr. Doty was just personally uh, mentioning before he's noticed within himself. Um, Excellence in leadership as well. And again, because it draws people together, everyone can um, feel connected to the group or even the tribe, as it were. And it leads to better social relationships. Um, So people avoid deception in their social relationships because the people who are able to sit with humility and be humble have a higher tendency also to be forgiving, another attribute we've discussed. And it's also been a consistent predictor of generosity. So in a really interesting uh, study looking at humility um, that was published in the Journal of Positive Psychology, Um, In this particular study where they had 
uh, you know, hundreds of um, adults in the community um, participate in, they found that humility predicted greater generosity on two key behavioural measures. Firstly, charitable donations and also mailing back an extra survey, which was unnecessary, but they still went and did it anyway. So we can see how humility really allows us to take an extra step because we're no longer seeing that we're more important so we don't have to bother or no, no longer have to worry. So in many ways, humility is somewhat the antidote to arrogance or superiority in some ways. No, uh, uh, that's absolutely correct. So humility is, is, again, something which perhaps we don't spend a lot of time sitting with or contemplating specifically it kind of almost is a byproduct of engaging in mindfulness practices or self-compassion practices or even gratitude practices as we mentioned earlier because it again starts to take the focus away from me 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 and starts to recognize the we 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 in our daily interactions so Moving on to now perhaps the third part of this podcast, which is starting to starting sorry beginning to look at some of the ways we can start to cultivate um, humility into our daily life. Dr. Dodi, would you like to speak a little bit more about ways that we can engage in practices that help us spotlight um, ways that we can be a little bit more humble? Uh, sure. <clears throat> um, as you alluded to from the research, um, one is the recognition of our own um, mistakes and um, frailty and, uh, and acknowledge that because <clears throat> when you, and this is not to beat yourself up, uh, it's just to acknowledge your humanness because when you acknowledge your humanness and the reality that you were like the other, uh, it helps prevent this attitude of... Uh, of um, arrogance and um, this attitude of self-import. And this is, again, as we talked about, uh, very, very uh, critical in regard to interacting with the world. Um, I certainly think recognizing that is very, very important. And uh, also acknowledging uh, the importance of relationships and how nurturing relationships, uh, one of the best ways to do it is to interact with people where they feel that you are equal to them, that you're not looking at them uh, from a position of superiority or authority, but looking at them as an equal who are engaged in an activity, if you will, to do something positive. And this is really a key to leadership. Uh, when people perceive that you will do whatever it takes to win, but also in the process support their efforts to win, and I don't say win in the context of someone has to lose, but win in the context of accomplishing a goal, when you're bringing everyone along, when you're working just as hard as they are, and you're not telling people, well, go do this, but I'm going to sit back here and not contribute. There's a big, big difference. And the thing about that is when people recognize that you're that type of an individual, that you're humble, they will watch out for you. They will look out for your best interest. Getting back to this doctor analogy, from my own experience, if 
you are perceived as humble and caring and you make a mistake, people say, you know, geez, it's only human. Everyone makes mistakes. This is an individual who really always tries to do the right thing. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. If it's an arrogant, frankly obnoxious physician who makes a mistake, then they say, well, the reason that happened, he's so arrogant, he's a jerk, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it completes, uh, results in a completely different dynamic of how you are perceived. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a really interesting point you make as well because we're put in environments which have almost been artificially created which are based on a hierarchy. And we've talked about this a lot in the hospital, but it's not just in the hospital setting. In, in almost all professions, there is somewhat of a hierarchy of who's the boss, who's the second in charge, and then who's below them, etc. And the idea is, is, you know, often we all have to work our way up to the top. Now, if you adhere solely to that hierarchy of the job description, and, you know, I'm, I'm ahead of you in that way, that can be a real blocker towards having humility and, and showing that you are humble in what you do in your daily life. And so it does require us to really actually actively try to cultivate this because often we're put into environments that tends to um, put people on different levels. And if we only see life through those levels, well, then life can become quite difficult. And as you were mentioning, we can become quite isolated. I don't often hear people say, I really want to hang out with an arrogant person who thinks they're better than me. <laughs> so it becomes, <laughs> it becomes quite lonely. And in fact, we had a recent example of this just in Australia where a politician um, who I, I didn't particularly you know, uh, liked or, or found very agreeable um, lost their position. Um, and they were of somebody who who really often could be described as being quite full of himself, you know, thought he was, you know, uh, the next best thing, so to speak. But as soon as he lost that position of power and he acknowledged that and recognised that and uh, showed that he was sorry, so he showed that insight and you could start to see that he was somewhat being, showing some humility. Initi like immediately the, the sort of sympathy, oh, I initially felt immediate sympathy for him and said oh you know i'm sorry you've had to go through this difficult time and so all of a sudden through dropping the bravado dropping the arrogance and showing you're human like all of us and we all make mistakes as soon as you can start to acknowledge that as the person you open yourself up to receiving assistance from another as well which is what dr Doty was talking about no uh, that's exactly right because what arrogance does is it creates this inauthentic picture of who you are. And uh, when you interact with people in an inauthentic way, uh, it's hard to uh, actually connect uh, at all. Uh, and it's humility, it's authenticity uh, that really allow you to connect. And, and in some ways, as a species, we resonate with people who are authentic. And when they suffer, then we want to alleviate that suffering. Mm. And if you're not able to do that, then frankly, uh, people don't care. Exactly, exactly. So just to finish up this podcast, uh, just a couple of tips to help uh, 
cultivate uh, this attribute of humility. And first, as Dr. Dodi was saying, engage and embrace with your humanness. So failing at a task doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you. It means you're human and it's okay. So that comes from that position of having humility. And so it's about embracing the human humanness as a step one. Step two, perhaps engage in some practicing of uh, mindfulness or um, some self-compassion-based practices. So that might be going back and listening to Ruth's tricks again, uh, which we've covered one, two, and three. I think four is to come shortly. Um, and also really start to engage in gratitude practice and starting to recognize um, the, the important uh, contribution as others constantly make in your life in order to make your life uh, meaningful. So we know we humble people um, do tend to show a greater capacity for gratitude, but it goes the other way around as well. So if you practice gratitude, it's likely also that you will also become more humble. So that kind of wraps up the gratitude podcast for today, Dr. Dodi. Did you have anything else you wanted to finish up on? Uh, well, I just want to tell you I am grateful uh, and uh, humbled by our interaction today. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dr. Daddy. It's always a humbling experience to be in your presence, I can tell you that much. But of course, you know, um, you know, you can always listen to these podcasts again. They're available on the websites. You can also engage with, I think, and this is really important, it's the intention. So waking up with the, in, with the intention um, of bringing this into your life, which will then start to have the impact in how you see yourself and others within the world. So having those beads that we talked about as a physical reminder can be particularly helpful. And you can access these podcasts through the Seacare website, through iTunes. You can sign up to our podcast series there. Or Dr. Doty, your website? JamesRDodyMD.com and IntoTheMagicShop.com. And James, thanks again for a wonderful conversation.